Hello, beautiful people. Welcome to Fuck the Filters podcast. I am your host, Alicia Chesser, and I am super excited for today's episode because I am having my first ever guest on the podcast. And not only that, this is a very special guest because she is my best friend. She has been my A1 since day one. We met at our first job. We both worked at um, a Dairy Queen in our local hometown. And Brittany and I have been friends since I was 15 years old. So we have about 10 plus years of friendship here. And I'm just really excited to bring her into this space because Brittany and I both share a passion and love for spirituality. We both have kind of been on this spiritual journey and it's really nice to just get together and discuss that and just talk about that and our different perspectives and our different stories because while we are both on this journey, both of our experiences are very different. And so I am really excited to bring her on. She is the chakra queen and yeah, well, here we go. You guys are about to meet Brittany Hahn. All right. Hello, beautiful people. Here I am with Brittany Hahn, and we're just going to go ahead and dive in here. And so I'm going to ask for Brittany to just kind of introduce herself and explain her background, what got her into this spiritual journey that we'll be talking about today. Hello, everyone. <laughs> um, so I'm Brittany Hahn. <laughs> Um, so just to give you a little background on myself, we're just going to dive on in. Um, so basically when I was growing up, I was always like a big old hippie, um, just wearing like peace signs and tie dye and, um, I have curly hair, so it just really fits. (laughs) Um, but I wasn't really very spiritual. Um, I had to go to church a lot growing up, um, which I sort of got away from as I went went to college and like got older and could make my own decisions on what I wanted to do spiritually um and then recently I've I felt always like lost like what am I supposed to do with religion like I want something um and then recently I started finding my spirituality um which sort of aligns more with me than religion um so basically what happened was um, that got this all started was I used to work as a restaurant manager, um, very busy lifestyle, and we had these really cool events, and I was the event planner as well, and we had these really cool events on site, and um, these people would come around from like all states just to come out into the nature because we're in the Hocking Hills here, mm-hmm. and um, so basically this like was like a retreat to sort of like disconnect and like reconnect with each other. Um, I didn't like go to the retreat, but I was like working it. And um, I was gifted a set of stones <laughs> and uh, I was gifted this these stones and I didn't know what to do with them. I had no idea what they were. Um, like, so, yeah. <laughs> like, thanks, girl. <laughs> so I, like, sat them under my bed, and I was like, I don't know what these are. I don't know what I'm supposed to do with them. And they honestly probably sat underneath my bed for a couple years. Um, and then, once COVID hit, I was very anxious, and uh, I was working from home. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I was working from home, so I had a little bit more time, and I wasn't, like, running around all crazy. So uh, I was like, I'm going to get these, like, stones out and sort of look at them. (laughs) Figure out what (laughs) What the hell these things are. Yeah, I'm like, what am I supposed to do with these? So she had, like, them labeled. Well, she had, like, a list of what they were so I could, like, search what they were and everything, which was very helpful. Um, And so then I sort of just, like, started asking people and, like, just, like, searching online. And I got, like, this book of, like crystals to sort of just like see which ones do what um and then one of my coworkers, she's like a reiki master and so I was asking her like so many questions because like she was so knowledgeable um and so eventually I just started like just like meditating but like laying the rocks on myself (laughs) and I was like I don't know if I'm doing this right I don't know what to do with them afterwards like (laughs) so then I was like found that like you can clean them with like water some are water soluble some aren't you can clean them with like water sunshine the moonshine like moonlight (laughs) not not moonshine (laughs) the moon be shining yeah (laughs) 
<laughs> same so, thing, right? Yeah. Um, you can clear them with like smoke, um, cellulite, stuff like that. So I sort of just jumped on in and like was like, okay, let's just see what happens. To learn <laughs> yeah, <that we> could <laughs> yeah. Um, and then that sort of just took me on this whole journey to dive deep into the chakras. Um, I've only focused on like the first seven. I know there's like so many more, but I've only focused on those ones. Um, They're like the main ones, aren't they? Mm-hmm. The seven. Yeah. yeah. And I just sort of tried to work on those first, right. <laughs> one at Start a time. With the basics. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. Um, and then after that, I started like obviously meditating with my crystals. Um, and then I started like putting more other mindful practices into my everyday life, like yoga. I've been doing yoga for like over a year now. Um, and it just sort of brought everything together, which is really crazy. But yeah. So would you say that finding being gifted these crystals and then starting to educate yourself more on the whole chakra process, that kind of opened your gateway to the exploration of your spirituality? Yeah, um, 100%. Like, this is like the closest I've ever felt to like, being spiritual or being religious like this is the closest that I, f- I feel like I'm just like doing something good for myself mm-hmm. and trying to be like the best version of myself every day mm-hmm. and like it just feels amazing to just like try every day try to be a better version of yourself and like align with your higher self right makes you feel like um more connected to yeah. spirit or source or mm-hmm. the universe whatever anybody may call it so how do you think that becoming into crystals and learning about the chakras has impacted your life spiritually? Because I know you said you grew up going to church and were trying to follow the religion that your family kind of um, introduced you to. How do you think it impacted the way you think about religion versus spirituality? <laughs> Sorry, that's a loaded I, that's question. A really loaded question. <laughs> like, I don't want to say that I don't, like religion you know and I don't want to rag on that in any kind of way right but I just feel like growing up it was just like drilled into me like you need to live a certain way and uh I always felt just like a horrible person like no matter how hard I was trying to like not think cuss words and like I was a decent kid let's 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 (laughs) you were a saint girl (laughs) you were yes (laughs) I was a decent kid so like just like the smallest thing of like thinking a cuss word I would just like feel so horrible about and like I just feel like maybe if it would have been a different kind of setup of religion maybe I would have been able to connect more but it was sort of like forced Mm -hmm. and it was sort of like very intense like the preacher would be like screaming at the top of his lungs in Mm -hmm. front of the church and like they told me I was gonna like go to hell if I like they're very aggressive they're very <laughs> aggressive like it was crazy so um yeah I just sort of wanted to get away from that because it just made me feel bad all the time like I can't do better and then like with spirituality like I can cuss right. <laughs> if I want yeah like I do like to be respectful like around my mom and I don't cuss around her or I try not to and like right. obviously you cuss in certain situations but like I just don't feel bad and I just feel like every day I'm trying to be a better version of myself and like it makes me feel like more empowered and like comfortable it's more it's more of like you're connected to your true self Mm -hmm. or like your highest self because it aligns more with you than the because it was christianity right that your family was so essentially (laughs) it was kind of like a programming in your mind because you're growing up around it and your family's telling you this is what's right or even just the preachers and Mm -hmm. are taking you to the church and the preachers are like this is what's right this is what's wrong and you're gonna go to hell if Maybe it's not that aggressive. I don't know. I haven't been to church in a really long time. But it almost makes you feel um, shame around certain things that you enjoy or ways that you want to express yourself because you have to follow these guidelines. 
and they just don't resonate with you. Yeah. So if it's not resonating and you're trying to live to something that doesn't align with you, it can make you feel shameful Mm -hmm. in a way. Yeah. And so... Which, like, I haven't really found a fit quite yet. Like, I've read a book on Buddhism, and that seems like the closest thing that I can find that I like. I also have a book on Hinduism, but I haven't quite finished it. Um, But... I don't know it's just like the whole thought of like buddhism is just like you're not worried about what's out there or what's not out there you're just like worried about the now and i think that's really great because like all that stuff just like stresses me out and mm-hmm. like i'm not saying i'm a buddhist but <laughs> but if you like had to choose a yeah. label i mean you don't have to label your spirituality yeah, you anyways no. <laughs> it's just whatever the hell feels good to you but yeah if we had to choose like a category like someone was like life or death pick one yeah like, we're gonna go with probably like buddhism or yeah. hinduism because it's more about just being present in the moment and mm-hmm. focusing on like breath work and mindfulness yeah chakras yeah all of that so that's really nice that's good and so what hmm we just went on a whole tangent. Down. I know. We're like, it's like a rabbit hole. I, I did not expect this. I know. We're like, we're going to talk about chakras and somehow we got in like religion versus spirituality. Yeah. But that's okay because that's, <laughs> it, it's all in the same category and yeah. you know, we're fucking the filters here. So we're just <laughs> talking about all things. But so Brittany actually created a chakra work- workbook <laughs> and it's really cool. So just tell me a little bit about that and how that process went for you. Um, so I guess I felt very lost when I was trying to figure out what to do with like these rocks, yeah. <laughs> these stones, these crystals. I call them crystals. Um, I didn't really know what to do with them and I didn't really know what activities I needed to do to like work on my chakras. So basically, I just like did a lot of research, read some books, asked a lot of people questions, um, and I just sort of compiled all that information into like a basic workbook that literally goes over like so much information, um, but like not too detailed (laughs) because you don't want to like overload yourself, but like it goes over like the collar, the element, the essential oils that are associated with that chakra the activities, um, yoga poses, exercises to help clear any blockages, stuff Mm -hmm. like that. So it just sort of works from the root up because you're supposed to work at your base first and be grounded before you start working up. And then, yeah, it just has a lot of different activities. I mean, I haven't even done most of these activities myself (laughs) because I'm still working on the bottom three but um work in progress yeah it's definitely it's a lot of work um but it's it's a lot of fun just to like try out different things and see how they make you feel um I also like to like journal about it and just sort of document how much progress I've had so far and you can also reflect on like what you've wrote in your journal about what you did that one time you're like oh my gosh that makes so much sense now you know Mm. so yeah (laughs) so so here on this podcast we like to start with the root of everything dig nice and deep so we're not gonna (laughs) we're not gonna talk about each individual like go super in depth on each seven but talk to me a little bit about the root chakra where it all kind of begins like the basics of that because i know there are a bunch of different aspects like the location of it on your body and the foods you can eat for Mm. it all of that um okay so we'll start with the root so basically um it's located at the base of your spine um so like down here (laughs) you can't see but she's doing that (laughs) um the color associated with it is red Um, and it's associated with like feeling safe and secure. So that's Mm going to be that. That's why it's the first one, because you need to feel like safe and secure before you can work on your other chakras. Right. Um, so kind of gives you a sense of like security in order to explore the rest of them is the way I'm taking it right now. Yeah. I mean, just security and life in general, like, uh, going over like, what are your main fears? Because... Like, you might have a fear of something, but it also might correlate to, like, 
having a loss of some a love or like some mm-hmm. other chakra as well so mm-hmm. you just sort of want to feel safe and secure and work on that one first just so that you can build up um let, I'll just go over like the different ones really quick about like what they mean so yeah. that you sort of can yeah. get a better idea so like basic okay so the root is feeling safe and secure and then the sacral is uh feeling like creative and sexual <laughs> we love that. <laughs> and Where is that one located? That one's gonna be uh two inches below your belly button. Okay. And then you have your solar plexus, which is um for feeling like strong and like powerful. Nice. Which is uh two inches above your belly button. <laughs> oh nice. And nice. then you have your heart, which is feeling loved, loving yourself, loving others making sure stuff that you say is coming from a place of love so it's all about love mm-hmm. and that one's um in the middle of your chest and then you have your throat chakra um which is speaking your truth so making sure your words that you say are being heard and um that you're speaking what you need to say truthfully and a place of love though too <laughs> <laughs> yeah coming from love yeah, yeah. <laughs> And that one's um in your like on your throat in that little divot, and then you have your third eye, uh, which is sort of seeing clearly, uh, sort of connecting more with your intuition, um, just sort of letting that help guide your everyday choices that you make. Mm-hmm. So um, it's kind of like your highest self, really. Yeah, so you're getting more spiritual the further up. So like your bottom three are like your base of like you on earth and then the upper four are like more spiritual and getting more like spacey and like yeah like lifted (laughs) uplifted yeah (laughs) and uh that one's located in between your eyebrows um and then you have your crown which is for just being connected whether that be to like the universe to god to another god or gods source spirit some kind of yeah, yeah. Some, something whatever you call it the yeah. world yeah i don't know just basic i base it off the universe um is what i like to like connect with but Me too. yeah <laughs> yeah so that's actually um that's just talking about this reminded me of when you were balancing my chakras so Brittany has a pendulum mm-hmm. is that you say it? she used a pendulum to check my chakras and kind of just it tells which ones are opened which ones are blocked mm-hmm. and what was the medium ground it was like it's just neutral like mm-hmm. nothing's really happening there and yeah so she read my chakras for me one time after I had just gone through a pretty difficult time and I remember one of my chakras that were blocked or it was neutral. I can't remember. It wasn't, there wasn't anything going on there. It definitely wasn't open. <laughs> but I do believe it was my root chakra, which you said was the feelings of safety and security. And so at that time, I was definitely not feeling very secure or safe. So it was just wild for her to read my chakras like that and for it to actually reflect something that is going on in my life and the way that I feel. So I think that just kind of goes to show that our bodies carry what we are also going through as humans, like in our internal life and in our emotional state, our bodies can hold that and carry it. So that's kind of what we're talking about here with the chakras to give you an example. <laughs> yeah, I should have probably, I should have probably like explained. They're so basically it's like energy. So it's just yeah. like energy points in and around your body. <laughs> so yeah, no, we probably should have started no, with that. it's fine. I feel like they're probably, I feel like you guys are following, right? You probably don't even know what that is, right? <laughs> it's fine. But I just, when you were talking about all the um, meanings of each, I just remembered that and I, was, I just figured that would be a good example to bring up. So. Great example. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so, also, another thing to note is like, there can also be like an over excessive chakra so like for example with me I like to overindulge which is like so you sort of like relate stuff that you do overly or underly (laughs) to like those so like for example I overindulge in like sweets and mm-hmm. like chocolate like I will like eat the so wheels. much <laughs> chocolate it's really bad it's like unhealthy but 
that's like so like I look at that and I'm like okay so what's that correlating to because there are like lacks or like reasons why like there's obstacles with each chakra as well Mm -hmm. that can sort of correlate with those so that would be like my sacral is like overindulging is like the obstacle is one of the obstacles so yeah they also have like obstacles and stuff with them that can help you sort of target which one is not open or shut or so which chakra have you personally worked on the most exploring in your own body and how it can reflect into your life um I would say probably my root because like that's like the one of the hardest ones is just sort of working with like your fear um obviously I still have fear (laughs) yeah but like it really helps like tone down my anxiety and stuff because like and it's not just that but it's like putting these practices into every day so like when I get anxious or like I just like need to take a break and like take some deep breaths and like ground myself yeah and that's what the root is all about so like I probably spent a lot of my time on that and just sort of facing some of my major fears like death Mm. you know so (laughs) you just sort of I don't know I just sort of like face them head on and yeah see what happens (laughs) so let's let's talk about that a little bit let's talk about the fear um you said that you had a fear of death Mm -hmm. how do you actively work on that while using your chakra in order to ease you know like kind of just self-soothe through Mm -hmm. that um so like one exercise I did one time was like I wrote down all my fears on a piece of paper and then I just like caught them on fire (laughs) yes yes and then I say like affirmations while I'm doing that like I am safe and secure I release any doubts and fears um I have everything I need I'm fearless and grounded just sort of say affirmations to help um Mm -hmm. but obviously like I feel like everyone has a fear of death but also I feel like living in the now and not worrying about like the afterlife I think worrying about afterlife again (laughs) back to religion a little bit but like I think that like worrying about the afterlife is what gives me anxiety like what if I go to hell you know so it's just like honestly if I die I'm just dead you know like yeah I'm not worried about my body I'm more worried about like my spirit right I guess is the thing yeah Yeah. and like leaving loved ones behind but also I believe in ghosts so like I could just like peep around and like say hey (laughs) (laughs) what's up girl (laughs) like you know how like you'll see a bird and like that's a sign so like some people don't believe in this woo woo stuff but like pretty this we're foo-foo here don't worry yeah <laughs> foo ass bitches okay so like some people would like i could like if i died and i wanted to send them a sign i could send them like a bird or something like and they'll know that they'll find comfort i don't know right. <laughs> just however you can communicate to them something that'll resonate with them to be like oh that's britney yeah so yeah <laughs> when you die of a bird just like flies into my window randomly would be like what's up girl <laughs> like hey love you <laughs> yeah so like i guess just sort of like seeing why i'm afraid of death like what stem like why am i afraid of dying and then you sort of dig into that and like some of the main thing is like the afterlife like I'm worried about that you know so it's I'm worried about leaving my loved ones so like you sort of dig and like break it down into like why why do you feel that way you just sort of break it down instead of just feeling that way yeah and it sort of helps like they'll be fine without me and I mean I'm trying to be my better self every day so like if there's an afterlife I'll probably just hang out there if not I'll just be dead you know like yeah it's fine right (laughs) let's talk a little bit about the programming of these preachers who are telling people if they don't live a certain way that they're going to go to hell and burn for eternity because I mean if some people resonate with that that's fine and that's that's okay but I just feel like that's a very fear-based way of living Mm -hmm. for I feel like it was something that these people programmed into minds to make people act a certain way or behave a certain way 
in order to not burn for the rest of their life. And I mean, it sort of aligns with, like, society and, like, the norms of society as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, like, it's just, like, they just, like, ingrain this fear in you so that you try not to be a bad person. And that's in air quotes. Right. <laughs> but, like, Quote unquote. you know... I don't know. It's just some of their things are just, like, based on the Bible. And it's just... We don't even know if it's real. We, right. We're so outdated. Like, we're in 2022. Yes. Let's, let's, let's there, Poppy. outdated. Um. <laughs> and we're not shitting on Christianity in any type of way. Just want to put that out there. We're just talking about the reality and our perspectives of now and like I've met so many pleasant Christians like there's so many nice Christians out there so like yeah I'm not shitting on any people who are Christian or their religion maybe I just haven't found the right church but like mine just like growing up they told me as a child that if I got the mark of the beast like I would be stoned and I would be shot out by arrows and I'd be hung and I'd be shot like who told you that as a child yes (laughs) Wow. What is the mark of the beast? It's like a tattoo. Oh. And like you have to get it to survive. So to like buy groceries and stuff, you have to get the tattoo. But if you get the tattoo, you won't get accepted into heaven and you're like accepting the the devil, basically. So if you get the tattoo, you go to hell. If you don't get the tattoo, you starve to death because you can't get food. And then if they catch you, they'll kill you. So, <laughs> is that like in some fantasy world or is that in the I don't Bible? No, I don't know. They just taught it to me as a kid. Like, <laughs> I never, I mean, I haven't read the Bible full and through myself, you know, besides right. just like being in church. Like, I know a lot of the Bible because, yeah. you know, it was, I was just at church twice, twice on Sundays and once on Wednesdays. So, like, right, you grew up in the church. Yeah. So, wow. <laughs> so, being a child and going to church and hearing those things probably made you scared probably scared like and I think that's problematic in itself because we shouldn't be scaring children we shouldn't be ingraining these negative almost I don't really necessarily want to say negative but fearful thoughts in children's minds so they're going around thinking that if they do something wrong or if they express something about themselves that may not align with the bible Mm -hmm. that they're going to burn or Mm -hmm. they're going to get hung and yeah that's just crazy honestly at one point i was just like faking it because (laughs) i never felt a connection like people were always like oh i hear god in my ear and like i was saved and i'm just like i don't know if I was saved and I don't have a date like people like Mm -hmm. literally like I was born this day because that's the day I was saved and yada yada and I'm like if I was I don't know (laughs) that I was and like I would just nobody told me like yes (laughs) I was just trying to fit in I was like yeah (laughs) see mine was March 19th (laughs) (laughs) just pick some random ass day yeah I felt good this day that's the day I was saved No, but I think when people are saying that they um, have spoke to God or they God came and talked to them, that's just really their higher selves or, you know, mm-hmm. their own. That's them, really, essentially. But the thing about people is they need um, something to... Believe in? Yeah, something to believe. They need some type of justification, I feel like. So when we talk about the universe and it being our higher self, that's... To some people, that's God. Mm-hmm. To us, it's the universe, it's mm-hmm. highest selves, it's spirit, whatever. But to other people, that's just God. And that's okay. I think that some people just need um, more of... I don't even know what I'm trying to say here. More of something to put it on rather than mm-hmm. believing that it's already inside of them. I mean, honestly, when stuff goes wrong, like, I'm going to be... Like, I pray. You know, I don't know oh, who yeah. I pray to. But <laughs> yeah. I pray because, like, when you get scared, you just, like, I'm just going to pray. I don't know. Who's listening? Does anybody hear me? Yeah, like, hello, hope. <laughs> no, I do too, though. And I like to open that up with, like, um, I'll sit down and I'll, whenever I want to connect to spirit or to my higher self or the universe or my spirit guides, if you will, that's becoming a more uh, trendy thing now. But I'll just open it up with, 
angels, ancestors, and guides, or those guiding me and protecting me with love and light, you know? So it's, it could be a very wide variety of mm-hmm. whoever. Like anyone, hello, anyone? Anyone out there is listening to me. <laughs> but, I mean, there is power in that because it's come through. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's come through for me. I it's like worked. that, especially, like, the ancestors one. That's, like, really cool. Yeah, you yeah. Know? So, oh, that's, like, a whole rabbit hole that we can go down <laughs> talking about ancestry. So we can save that for another podcast because I'm, I really want to tap into my ancestry and really go deep and figure out what's going on there because I've heard so much I listen to so many podcasts about ancestry and how we can hold trauma and the emotions of Mm -hmm. our ancestors and they can live through us Mm -hmm. and just all of that is really intriguing to me so I really want to educate myself a little bit more on that and become more do you know something that I heard on another like podcast thing before it's crazy okay so when like you were born you had all your eggs mm-hmm. inside of you yeah like to have babies oh yeah so like when you you were inside your mom so like all her trauma is like on you because you were like a little egg inside mm-hmm. of her like it's yes, like I remember crazy you and telling it just me goes about this. and goes and goes so like we're just carrying we're just, eggs <laughs> we're just like sharing eggs yeah being a woman's insane too it's just like, crazy like that you're like you could be affected by like all your ancestors trauma because like you were there just like chilling yeah exactly <laughs> in there yeah not yet a bean but that's just so like chilling. crazy and so. i was listening to a podcast one time as well and the podcast is called spiritual shit for anyone who wants to go and listen she's amazing her name is alia lovely and I love her podcast. She She's is, really good. Yeah. <laughs> she is fucking amazing. She really has helped and supported me throughout my spiritual journey and really gave me a place to feel comfortable and just more connected and not so alone in this because the spiritual journey can be lonely because mm-hmm. there's not a lot of people who are into that. And there's not a lot of people that want to talk about it. And so her podcast really gave me a place to go. But anyways, she was talking in one of her podcasts about... Um, ancestor trauma and there was someone who had gone to a doctor's appointment or something and the doctor had discovered that there was trauma on her head like she had been hit in the head and she's like I've never been hit in the head before like that's really weird come to find out she gets like super deep in her past lives and everything like that and come to find out that in a past life she had been shot in the head oh my gosh and so that trauma was like yeah like I know that's like sounds really crazy and wild but that's a whole other that's a whole other rabbit hole yeah (laughs) we're just going down all the rabbit holes so yeah no that's awesome (laughs) that's so crazy just to think I would really love to dive in to like see if I could figure out my past self and everything but like mm-hmm. past life but I have so much that I'm working on right now that's like has I not know. made it to the top I of the list yet there's just so much when, the thing about I feel like opening up your spirituality and like you know learning about chakras and crystals and all of that is it really opens up a gateway to a million other things mm-hmm. and you're like oh well, now I want to learn about this now mm-hmm. I want to learn about this and it just it can be overwhelming sometimes oh, yeah. <laughs> because you want to learn it all but it's like okay just calm down like we don't need to mm-hmm. learn everything all yeah. at once like it's a it's a journey it's a lifelong process so yeah I definitely overwhelm myself with like so many mindful topics like I just like go and like buy all these books and then like I start to read them and then I never finish them because like I'm like have like five of them Mm -hmm. and I'm like ah yeah and I have like all these journals like all specific for like yoga ones for like just like journaling ones for like card reading like so many different topics and like so many journals and books like like take it slow one thing at a time it's like I want to learn about shadow work and I want to learn about inner child healing oh my gosh yeah let's just start with one maybe Mm -hmm. and just dissect that so like right now like we're this we were talking about chakras, and now we're, like, talking about ancestors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but I love it. I love it. This this is what we're here for. It's just for. exciting, you know? Yeah. So then you just, like, want to do it all, but just one thing at a time. Yeah. So if your time is for chakras, then check out my workbook. <laughs> yeah, yes. And we are going to put a link in the show notes as well so that you can go and see Brittany's chakra workbook. You will be able to access it. You can go through, read it. 
Um, it can help educate you. There's a lot of information on there. It's very loaded. So yeah, definitely gonna have to check that out and go <laughs> through it because there's a whole bunch of stuff. Let's talk a little bit about the yoga aspect mm-hmm. with the chakras. Yeah. So, um, with yoga, I didn't really, I was just like, Oh, I'm like an awkward lanky person. I want to get like more, less awkward (laughs) learn how to like move my body and like walk properly um because like I tend to like trip and fall a lot I used to so like I was like I need to just like baby deer yeah (laughs) I just need to learn how to use these legs and so I was like I'm just gonna start doing yoga just to like see how unawkward I can become Mm -hmm. just to get like in tune with your body yeah and I was just like it just opened up a whole other world because like at the time I didn't realize that it would be like so involved with like moving the energy through your chakras and like some teachers go into it like what it's good for and stuff like that and then some teachers just do it which is completely fine I've had multiple different teachers um but it just certain poses help certain chakras Mm -hmm. to open them up and like move the energy um and it's just really good for your body just to get moving and get stretching and just work that energy out right work that trauma out Mm -hmm. you know so it's just like brought it all together for me just adding the movement and like just doing something that's good for me it also adds meditation in there because usually when you do yoga you meditate um I also like recently started doing hot yoga and it feels so good to sweat your ass off like (laughs) I just feel like everything that I put in my body that was like bad like all the chocolate (laughs) (laughs) and it's like fast food or something like I just feel like I sweat it out and I just Mm -hmm. feel like it's like detoxing my body and it just feels great and like I mean it is amazing and I feel powerful that I'm like I didn't pass out (laughs) I made it so not today yeah (laughs) let's talk about a little bit because I remember you know how everyone always um tries to when they talk about self-care and taking care of your body I feel like people always want to preach yoga and they'll always be like well have you tried yoga and meditation and I remember for me like a long time ago before I actually got into it and started practicing it I saw yoga as this complicated like I need to be super flexible like put my foot on top of my head you know like people picture yoga as this doing all these crazy tricks and everything but really what it is is just kind of connecting to your breath Mm -hmm. right and just finding areas in your body where you feel tension and Mm -hmm. just need to like you said releasing the energy and everything's an energetic flow Mm -hmm. so let's talk about that a little bit how I feel like some people put these different labels on yoga, like, oh, it's too easy or, oh, it's too hard. And I just think it's perfect, (laughs) (laughs) which I don't like to, like, do hard, hard workout where I'm, like, out of breath. It's definitely, like, I think it's anaerobic. I think aerobic's the one where you're, like, running and stuff. And then I think it's anaerobic is yoga, I think. think Maybe I flipped it. I don't know. But (laughs) basically, it's hard, but it's you get like rests so like you'll do like a hard pose and like your legs will be shaking and then you'll get to do child's pose and like rest and like recuperate your body so like I don't know it also depends on the class as well um but like I didn't go into it thinking like okay like I need to know how to do a handstand because like I'm awkward. I'm I can't even do I can't even do a cartwheel. I'm gonna be honest. So, like, I see you trying to do a cartwheel. That's okay. So like I just don't know what to do with my body. So like I didn't go into it thinking like okay I'm gonna be like the best of the best. Like it's just like you gain more flexibility and more strength in order to do those cool moves mm-hmm. if you want to. You don't have to. But if you feel that you're being drawn to do that, then do it. Uh, Try it. I still haven't... I've done, like, a little bit of, like, headstand and handstand, like, prep and stuff. But, like, I'm not there. I've been working out for, like, a year plus. And, like, I still don't feel comfortable enough to, like, let my arms hold my body. Like... That sounds so hard. Yeah. Like, like, (laughs) like, 
I am just going to take it easy and just build up the muscle and then maybe one day I'll feel comfortable enough. You also have to get past the fear of just like smashing your face down the wall. (laughs) But it's fine. (laughs) But like, I don't know. It's just like I've been doing yoga for a year and my down dog was absolutely horrible in the beginning, which they said was a resting pose and I did not believe them one bit. I was like, that's bull. Like my arms are burning. My legs are burning. I hurt. I'm bent <laughs> over upside down. Like how I is I don't this? feel fucking rested. <laughs> Resting is child's pose. My head on the mat. <laughs> yes. And I, like now, like my heels almost touch the ground. Like when the instructor pushes on my hips back, like it's not killing my legs. Like my legs are more flexible than they were, but it's just like, cause I just, practice it and that wasn't right. even a goal I was just doing it to do it and now that I see the progress I've made I'm like yeah that's yes, so cool like I know. look at that it's so cool <laughs> yeah right? when you go into something and just are like blinded almost and then you look back on your growth and how far you've come and it's like nice I did that yeah like, I can do fucking <laughs> downward dog now <laughs> but also for me when I started actually started doing yoga I found what was helpful for me was to just kind of go with how my body felt and go where my body wanted to and just stretch the parts of my body that felt, you know, like you just do a move and you're like, oh, that feels nice. Mm -hmm. So then you're doing it and you're really connected to your breath and that kind of plays into the meditation part because then you kind of go into like a trance almost to where you're Mm -hmm. just there in that moment and you're calm and you're collected and just... I think that that's kind of another stigma that people put on meditation that you have to be like sitting in a certain position super still and super like focused and super quiet and dark you know like and it it makes it seem like a lot and hard Mm -hmm. but really all it is is just connecting to Mm -hmm. yourself and your breath and even just like taking a breath during the day to like reconfigure and like ground yourself is like a meditation like yeah, you know just like yeah. breathe. it's just breathing it's like just breathing. I do it laying down <laughs> I do it sitting up I do it standing up I like meditate however I feel like but I do a lot of it <laughs> laying down because I have all my crystals laying on me yeah but like some people like to do it sitting up you can literally do it yeah there's no how there's no rule book yeah. it's not that serious but I remember before I got into all this I thought it was like a big serious like people be like just meditate I'm like, i don't know how to fucking meditate <laughs> like how do you do that yeah but really it's not it's not that serious yeah just take a deep breath focus on your breath let the thoughts come and go yeah don't focus on them too much and just yeah connect with your breath i like to if i have thoughts that come and go when i'm meditating i like to just envision them as clouds just going past and just <laughs> let them come and be like oh, hello there, like, I welcome you, but it's going to keep on flowing, like, I'm not going to dwell on you or fixate, I'm just Mm going to let it come and go, and you have to really release any judgment towards yourself or criticism, because you know how we can just judge ourselves Mm -hmm. for our own thoughts, we get a thought and we're like, oh my god, why did I think that, like, I'm horrible, (laughs) but just allowing that and creating space for that and then letting it go and... let that shit go let that shit go (laughs) literally but yeah so wow this was really a loaded conversation i did not think we were gonna get as detailed into all that stuff that we did but but i love it that's why i was so excited for today because i feel like me and you every time we talk about this stuff we just we have so much to say so we're like oh what about this too and this and that and I'm always like, come into my room. Let me play a song for you. Yes, with your ensemble. (laughs) Let me check your chakras. (laughs) I know, it's so fun. So when Brittany and I hang out, it's kind of like us laying down with crystals all over (laughs) us and like checking each other's chakras and doing card readings and she'll pull my cards for me and she plays her sound bowls. (laughs) It's really great. (laughs) We're like, this is the fun room. (laughs) Yeah, right? No, it is. It's like literally like a playground. Yeah, it's great. I love it. I love it. I'm so thankful to have a friend like you who I can share this stuff with. Yeah, it's so exciting. (laughs) I love like having someone who I can be like, oh my gosh, come over and play. (laughs) Come play. (laughs) Yes. But that's so important too. Like this is something that I've actually been thinking about a lot Um, that I want to incorporate more play and joy in my life because 
it's almost like healing your inner child in a way because you know as children you play and it's mm-hmm. not thought of anything they're like okay you're kids you play that's what mm-hmm. you do but what about when you're an adult mm-hmm. like I still want to fucking play obviously, yeah, like, obviously I can't like go on a player I mean I can but like people are gonna look at you funny because that's yeah. just society like why are you a grown-ass person and you're on this playground but there's different ways that you can play yeah but also like my yoga teacher would do like a whole thing around inversions because she just like she's like let's just play and be kids and like put ourselves upside down and just like play and the the positions you know so be silly be goofy yeah do whatever you want because it's fine and I feel like society just programs us to think that once we're adults we can't do those things and we can't have fun like a child or else then you're immature or you're childish mm-hmm. or you're you don't you know whatever no it's good but, to play yeah so keep that child for, alive uh, yeah, for <laughs> us all of this is kind of like our adult play yeah <laughs> Ooh, you want to pull each other's cards today <laughs> yeah girl let's see what's in your future <laughs> yeah so that's just really cool it's really great so hmm what is some advice you would give to people who want to get into chakras and learning about how they can align and just really get in touch with themselves on a level with chakras? Download my workbook. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. There you go. That's Honestly, it though, like if we could go over all the information, we would, but it's just, it's really long. It's really long. <laughs> yeah. Um. Honestly, so I got this chakra book that like helped me make my workbook I have a couple of them but I think the whole thing that really just like switched my mindset was like like living by your higher self so like just trying to do things that are better for your higher self so like um what okay so like me in the now like I don't want to wake up at 7 a.m but my future self that's something that I would want my future self to do my higher self wants to do that Mm -hmm. and so like just doing little things every day that you don't want to do in the now but will like benefit and like make you more aligned with your higher self um is sort of a good piece of advice if you don't want to like dive into like the chakra stuff just like like what does your higher self like sit down write in your journal what does your higher self look like what kind of habits do they have what kind of structure of their lifestyle do they have um just like what do they do every day so like what are little things you don't have to do them all but like what are little things that you can do every day to help get you one step closer to that version of yourself that you want to be yeah um love that (laughs) meditation is everything meditation is a great place to start i feel like a lot of people don't want to do yoga so like I would recommend meditating instead if you don't want to do yoga just Mm -hmm. meditate you know um like I don't think my mom I don't think she would ever want to do yoga you know what I mean like (laughs) oh god my mom would be like what (laughs) so it's like just meditate you know just try this out you know so um just start with I don't know just find something that you're comfortable with doing um something that interests you you don't have to go deep in on all these rabbit holes. You can just start with, like, meditating. Like, you don't have to believe in card pulling or, like, none of this is related. Sometimes I feel like some people are like, oh, like, you think that, pull you like, you like to pull those card like, oracle cards or tarot cards. Mm-hmm. So, like you're getting those answers from the devil like you know what I mean so like some people put a bad bad stigma on some of these things so like if you're not comfortable with that you don't have to like just start with like meditating or start with like those habits of like what can get you to be the better version of yourself right um would be like the basic just get in touch with what that looks like (laughs) and just start taking small steps towards towards that really Mm -hmm. just like if you think about yourself think about the best version of yourself mm-hmm. and just do small things to get there so like if you're a person who sleeps until like 11 11 p.m or a.m in the afternoon like I used to be before I had a baby <laughs> and you're you say I really wish that I could get up early I wish I was a person that could get up at like 7 a.m 
why are you not a person that can get up at 7 a.m it's probably going to be hard at first and Mm going to suck but if that's what that looks like for you then just start getting up at nine o'clock mm-hmm. and then eight thirty, or just... yeah just like do it like little increments every day like 15 minutes early every day until you get to right. where you want to be or every couple of days you know yeah just small steps like that to just get in more touch with your highest self really mm-hmm. that's what we're all about here yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so this episode is almost an hour long that's amazing because i don't even feel like we've been talking that long <laughs> but i feel like that's a good spot to kind of and things mm-hmm. i am going to put Brittany's chakra workbook workbook i've said that <laughs> wrong twice artwork <laughs> in the show notes so that you can go there and you can get that and you can dive into the chakras and learn about all of that if you wish and yeah do you have anything else you want to leave the people with mm, um <laughs> just try to be the better version of yourself every day <laughs> that's all i have to <laughs> that's say that's it <laughs> Do you, baby? You do you, boo. You do you. (laughs) Fuck the society programming, okay? (laughs) All right, y'all. Well, we're going to go ahead and close this up. Thank you so much, Brittany, for being on my podcast. Thanks for having me. This was so fun. I know. I loved it. Uh, Hopefully, I'll be on again sometime. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, you're going to be hearing from her again. We're going to talk about ancestors and shadow work and all that fun (laughs) shit. All right, y'all. With all my love. Bye. Bye. Hello, people. We're back. <laughs> Here's just a little bonus. Um, we were talking about incorporating more play and joy in our life. So we wanted to bust out these sound bowls here. And we're just going to give you a little taste. I do want to know, like, we are not professionals. We're just playing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we are just playing. But So if this sounds horrible, you're Sorry. welcome. <laughs> you're welcome. Here we go.